Welcome back. It's Breakfast Club on Z1055, LA's only local radio station. That was Taylor Swift's latest, New Romantics. A little after 7 o'clock, and we're talking about healthy Andrew Scoggin, Corey Brown, and Vicki Wegman are both in. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Wow, you guys say good morning at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always a nice thermometer of the guests when, you know, I know they're either on the same page or they don't answer me at all. Like, if they don't answer me, it's like, oh, God, I don't want to talk. <laughs> and if they answer at the same time, usually that, that means everybody's going to be on top of things. So that's usually pretty good. It's a good sign. It yeah. usually is, yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit about Healthy Andrew Scoggin. Um, mm-hmm. Created in 1995 as Tobacco Free LA. How has that evolved over the years to Healthy Andrew Scoggin? Well, initially, we began as a group that was focused with uh, relatively little resource around helping people in the community to quit smoking. And then when the tobacco settlement funds led to the Fund for Healthy Maine, we were able to apply for and receive some grant funding that allowed us to expand our mission and to ultimately become Healthy Androscoggin. And now certainly beyond just tobacco, we look at prevention of youth substance abuse, increasing um, health, nutrition, physical activity. We've got a strong initiative around lead poisoning prevention. So we've been able to do a lot, a lot, a lot over time, which is very exciting for our community. Now, when did the name change to Healthy Androscoggin? Boy, now you're challenging me for I know. memory. <laughs> this will be a trivia question later. That, that would be, I would say, late 1990s, okay. maybe off the top of my head, maybe 1999. Oh, okay. I remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you never know. You yeah. never know. Like, I don't know. It was just one of those right. I, I promise. I was trying to put you on the phone. I'm like, oh, I wonder when that changed. So that's good. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about Alcohol Awareness Month. Okay, so uh, Alcohol Awareness Month is April every year. Um, It was initially created in 1987 uh, to increase uh, awareness and understanding around alcohol use, um, alcohol abuse, um, and to encourage local communities to focus on alcoholism and the issues that are related to alcohol use. Now, what do we know about alcohol abuse locally, specifically with our use? Uh, with our with our youths and excuse me, I, jo- I Joe Pesci that one. It was very it was very my cousin Vitty. Our youths, you know, our youths. Our youths. Um, where, where is that at? Has it gone down recently? I know there's still. Per- is it up? I mean, what what's going on with the percentages right now? In our community, we've made some tremendous inroads around alcohol abuse by young people, and we track that using the Maine Integrated Youth Health Survey. That's a survey we conduct every two years throughout our state, and we've been quite involved with that in Androscoggin County. And we know from the 2015 results that almost 20% of high school youth admitted to drinking alcohol in the past 30 days. That's the frame of time we look at for substance abuse. And that 9% of them identified as binge drinking, which is between four and five standard drinks in about an hour, an hour and a half. And they also call that high risk drinking. Um, We also know that um, 46% of these young people uh, do believe that they would get caught by parents if they if they drink. So obviously we want to increase that amount uh, over time. But that's how we know what's happening. And we do know that we've had some sincere reductions over time in those numbers. We are talking with Corey Brown and Vicki Wegman. Talking about healthy Andrew Scoggin. We'll have more coming up. Talking about Alcohol Awareness Month as, as well. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club in Z1055. 
Welcome back to Breakfast Club and Z1055, LA's only local radio station. Corey Brown and Vicki Wegman are in, hanging out from Healthy Andrew Scoggin. Do you guys have the website, by the way? Just, you know, it wasn't on the sheet. I've got everything no. else. Like, I don't know when you guys changed your name, and I'm not sure the website. The website is www.healthyandrewscoggin.org. Okay, I think I can remember that. So it's a .org, not a .com. Correct. All right, there. That way nobody gets confused, and they end up like, on some weird blog about having a, a healthy river or something like that. <laughs> that could be weird. Alcohol Helpful, awareness. in a different way. Yeah, yes. yes, totally. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Now, what uh, Alcohol Awareness Month, we were just talking about that. We kind of continue on with that now. Why is it, I mean, we obviously know why it's dangerous for youth mm-hmm. to consume alcohol, but let's get specific here. Let's really peel back the onion so we can actually see when our kids say, oh, why, don't, why can't I drink a beer? You do it. That they can, you know, we can be like, listen, dude, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. So alcohol um, contributes to over 200 uh, diseases and uh, interrelated health conditions. Um, a, a lot of studies have shown that youth who do choose to drink alcohol uh, are more likely to experience a lot of problems, namely with school, uh, social, higher risk for legal problems, um, unintentional injuries, assaults, both physical and sexual. Uh, and additionally, youth who drink alcohol uh, have a higher risk of suicide and homicide. Yes, that's not uh, that's not fun stuff. And I mean, the, the, those are really good facts for those sorts of things. So with that said, what can parents do to prevent their teens from drinking alcohol? Well, there's a lot parents can do. I mean, I'm a parent in my you know private life with um, you know mostly grown children at this point, and also as a substance abuse counselor in Lewiston schools, I talk about this a lot. Um, young people do listen to their parents. We know that through research, even if uh, parents don't think that they do. And the most important role parents can play is to talk to their young people, give them a clear message not to use alcohol, and that's the very first step in prevention. You know, parents can struggle with how do they talk to their teen, and it's most helpful if they, you know, A, don't glorify their own experiences or take a, you know, kids will be kids kind of approach, but they make it more of an ongoing conversation versus a lecture. Find those key opportunities, maybe, you know, in the car conversations, over dinner, natural times to talk about no-use messages. Um, helping to monitor alcohol in your home to make sure it's not excessively available. Talking to your children's parents, making sure you know where they are, you know their friends. Those are very important steps, as well as encouraging healthy alternatives. We're talking with Corey Brown and Vicki Wegman. They're talking about Healthy Androscoggin, which you can find online at healthyandroscoggin.org. It's Alcohol Awareness Month. We'll have more about that coming up here on The Z. Welcome back. Segment number three on The Breakfast Club. Corey Brown, Vicki Wegman are in talking about Healthy Androscoggin. Healthyandroscoggin.org for more information about what they do, how they do it, why they do it. I'm sure there's all sorts of things on there. I'm assuming all those all those reasons are on there, right? The how, the what, the where, the why, all that. How to contact you guys. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> I, 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 didn't want to, I didn't want to make assumptions, so... We've been talking about Alcohol Awareness Month uh, this month. So what's, you know, we just talked about what parents can do uh, to prevent their teens from drinking alcohol. What's going on in the community this month to address underage drinking? So besides us coming on this morning, we also have some other media campaigns going on. Uh, Some 
information on our web you can always go to and then we have information in local papers but we also know that april may and june are really high times for underage drinking with prom and graduation so local police departments uh, we have the alcohol enforcement team that uh, will be increasing their patrols they'll be stepping up enforcement through compliance checks um, according to the Maine Youth Integrated Health Survey, that's a mouthful, we know that 41% of high school youth state that they got their alcohol from someone else. So we really want communities to know that it is illegal to provide alcohol to youth and that the local police departments will be uh, working on that and checking up on that. Now, are there recommendations for people who are over 21? There are. There's a, a lot of guidelines out there around uh, what could be considered uh, low risk of drinking. So the there's 2010 guidelines are the most recent ones, uh, and they define uh, and recommend that if a person chooses to drink, they drink in moderation. Now, what does moderation mean? Uh, so moderation is defined as one drink a day for women um, and up to two drinks a day for men. So when you're looking at, well, what is a drink? Um, 12 ounces of beer, uh, 8 ounces of liquor, or 5 ounces of wine are all considered a standard drink. Huh. I'll have to keep that in mind as I'm doing things from now on. Um, do, you know, do you guys have any tips for someone who's thinking about cutting down on the amount that they drink? Yes, there are some tips. If somebody's thinking about cutting down or quitting drinking, they can start by keeping track of how much they drink. Knowing those standard drink sizes, as Corey mentioned, including uh, a 1.5 ounce shot of 80 um, proof distilled spirits like your vodka, your rum, keeping track of those types of things, deciding how many days a week you intend to drink and, and keeping to those days, having no more than one standard drink of alcohol per hour, and using drink spacers, things like um, non-alcoholic drinks, water, soda, juice, um, not drinking on an empty stomach, finding alternatives, avoiding trigger situations, or planning how to handle urges. And you're also likely to be offered drinks at times you don't want one. Have a convincing and polite reply, you know, hey, no thanks. And again, this is for people of age to drink. HealthyAndersCoggin.org. That's what we're talking about this hour here on The Breakfast Club. Corey Brown and Vicki Wegman are talking about Alcohol Awareness Month. Again, for more information, go to HealthyAndrewScoggin.org. One more segment with the ladies coming up here on The Z. Welcome back. Segment number four here on The Breakfast Club. Fourth and final segment. Just in case anyone is wondering if it was final or not. Is it the final one? Yeah, it is. Jazz McLaughlin from the Auburn Rec Department will join us next hour. Guys, do you have any other events this month? I know it's Alcohol Awareness Month. We were just talking about that. If you missed that, check out the first three segments online at Z1055.com. Do you guys have other events this month? I feel like you might. We do, actually. Wow, what do you know? Amazing. We actually have the Medicine Take Back Day. That's April 30th. It's put on by the uh, Drug Enforcement Agency. Um, so there are a lot of partners in the community that are coming forth to put this on. So it's Saturday, April 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We have two locations. The first one is at Bedard Pharmacy in Auburn. That's 359 Mina Avenue. And then the second is the Farwell Elementary School uh, in Lewiston, which is at 110 Farwell Street. 
I desperately want to call it Farewell Street as well. But no, I, <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on that. No problem. I just want to help you with that. I, I have the same issue. Yeah. So Now, what can people bring back? So you can bring back uh, prescriptions that you have, uh, which includes uh, prescri- prescriptions written by a doctor, over-the-counter medications. You can also bring back your pet medications, um, any vitamins or any homeopathic treatments. Um, however, we cannot take any anything that's needles or syringes, any electronic equipment like a monitor, um, and we can't take anything containing mer- mercury like a thermometer. What about medical marijuana? Somebody's old medical marijuana, they bring that in. Is that considered under homeopathic? How does that work? Um, great question. Has anyone ever done that? No one's ever done that? Actually, yes, really? we have okay. had that come up one time, and um, I referred that to our law enforcement so, officers who yep. staff these events. Yep. So I think one time, maybe about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sure that's something that we're probably going to have to have come up with a plan around sooner or later um, but we will have law enforcement at each event um, we have sheriff's uh, department and then auburn and auburn police department and Lewiston police department at each location where can people go for more information so you can go to healthyanderscoggin.org as we stated before uh, you can also call us at 795-5990 uh, if you want more information about uh, how to prevent underage drinking parents community you can go to the main center for disease control and prevention's website or mainparents.net Vicki Wegman and Corey Brown are in from Healthy Androscoggin. They came in to talk about Alcohol Awareness Month and also Medicine Take Back Day. Medicine Take uh, Take Back Day is April 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. up at Bedard Pharmacy on 359 Manhattan Avenue in Auburn and Farwell Elementary School at 110 Farwell Street in Lewiston. Yes, I had to put the emphasis on the far so I didn't say fair. That's how it works. I'm going to blame Corey for that. That's fine. <laughs> Again, healthyanderscoggin.org. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Have a good day. Jasmine McLaughlin coming in next hour here on the Z. Mm-hmm.